Welcome back. We are in January. We are talking about setting goals for the year and very excited. Today, we have a special guest. Her name's T. She's with the Green Living Guru and T's Organics. But before we get started, Dr. Jess, what is in your glass? So this morning, I've already had uh, a glass of water, my cup of coffee, and I am have moved on to my smoothie. Uh, some frozen fruit. I've got protein powder, you know, some microgreens, chia seed, flaxseed, and my homemade cashew milk. So it's going to tide me over until I get onto my infused water, which is coming up next. Uh, so Dr. Bobby, what's in your glass? So I am just drinking water. I was running late this morning and I'm not used to having a 730 patient with a six month old. So oh. it was a I got to the clinic and I have these little bottles of water for my patients. So that is what I'm drinking for myself this morning as well. <laughs> and that's Very real good. life, right? That happens. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even have time to make my glass. I normally have a glass of water and everything. No time. Yeah. I um, want some so. of the, the smoothie with the homemade cashew milk. I'm, I haven't made cashew milk yet, but I made almond milk. It's the same, same process, right? You know, just yeah, like yeah. soak them, get them soft, put them in the blender. Um, so I soak them overnight usually. And then it's right, two cups right. of cashews to four cups of water and blend them. I don't put anything else in it other than some cinnamon and I don't strain it. I keep the pulp because I use it for smoothies, but you yeah. could then strain it to make it more like, you know, milk that you might just drink in a glass. Um, but super Yummy. easy. Super easy. Yeah. So yeah, I no, have this no contraction color. that makes it almond cow, I think it's or milk. I forgot what. Anyways, I am drinking what I drink every day and uh, morning specifically. And it's lemon water, purified water with lemon, of course, get your body. And then I have a lemon detox tea I'm drinking in addition. Ooh, that I good. love that. Absolutely. Um, so with us morning. today, we have yeah, we have T from um, a podcast, and she's got all sorts of info that we're super excited to learn about. But T, before we get into us, you know, just asking a ton of questions, um, can you tell us a little bit about your background? And um, then we can go from there. Yeah, absolutely. So I was uh, born and raised in Buffalo, New York, where I live today. And uh, I have uh, four siblings, and we were very fortunate because our mother was very into organic food in the 60s when we were uh, being raised in the 70s, which is when fast foods came onto the market and was inundating everybody's lives from McDonald's to Burger King to pizza to things in boxes and TV dinners and all that. And there was no way she was allowing that in our home. And uh, my father just went along with it, of course. But, um, and he was quite unhealthy. Uh, and uh, through the course of the years, he lived till he was 95. So, but over those years of being born and raised uh, in, on an organic household, didn't know everybody else was eating quite different than us. We were shopping at a little uh, co-op that we still all shop at to this day. And we'd come home from school and we'd have yogurt or cottage cheese and apples and oranges and always cinnamon on our apples. But as I got a little bit older, I started realizing we were kind of the abnormal ones and people would tease, tease me and call me a granola head and I didn't care. Uh, I kept with what my mother taught us and we were going to an iridologist when we were in high school. She had us on herbs. I mean, she was, she was great. And 
all these different things she had us doing. But then I went to college and I went to Ithaca College in central New York and I had a business uh, major in business, a minor in health. And my idea was to open up a health food store, like a big health food store. So people could really see what was out there and all these great foods and produce and everything available because you, the common folk was shopping at a supermarket and didn't see all these great things that were non-toxic and things that you weren't using in your home that were uh, polluting the air from candles to laundry soap and et cetera. You know that business as Whole Foods. I never did what I wanted to do. I never created this supermarket that I wanted to. I had a business plan. It was basically Whole Foods. And I became a party planner and I've been planning parties for 37 years post-college and I have my own event and party planning business. And, but over those, the course of those years, I, uh, what I was helping a lot of people that would come to me. Sometimes they were sick. Sometimes they weren't uh, a lot of cancer patients would want to know how to get these toxic chemicals out of their home that could potentially be causing cancer. So I did that for a long time. And then in 2020, I decided that I wanted to uh, really focus on this a lot more. And then I started my podcast and then I have a, a, a product line called Tease Organics. It's a all-purpose cleaner and some room sprays. And uh, that's where I am today, still, still trying to grow it, but really was decided um, my 60s were going to start a new chapter in my life that I wanted to take where I really felt um, a need and a desire to fulfill what I really set out to do. And that was really to help more people understand how potentially toxic products we are using in our homes, how our homes could pot potentially be harming our health. And um, here I am today, 2024. Amazing. Four years. I love that you're doing that, you know, now, like you didn't, you didn't, you didn't give up. Oh, I can't. like, you're like, yes, I'm going to start this now in my life. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. It was, it's been fun. It's been gratifying. Uh, I love it. I, it's my, it really is my true passion. Uh, planning parties, I have to say is too. I've planned over 700 of them, but uh, it's, um, at, I'm now eight, how old am I? I'm 61. So, you know, I, I'm like getting a little burnout on the party planning, but it's <laughs> still my blood somehow, some way I'll still plan parties until I'm, you know, a hundred. <laughs> I think that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so we're talking about um, kind of like goals, like looking at the year ahead and like, we're big on small changes. And so as we're looking at like household and things like that, what are some of the first things like you would advise someone if they are wanting to set those goals? What are some small changes they could make to kind of improve their environment around them? Yes. So starting starting out small is very important because it can be overwhelming. Uh, the amount of areas and places that you potentially could eliminate toxins from your life. But the number one thing that I help people focus on uh, when I help them, when I either go through their homes or do a Zoom call, and we start looking at anything with the word fragrance on it. And that is because people don't know what is in the products they're using, if it is has any fragrance to it, because 
the manufacturers do not have to tell you what is in the product if it has the word fragrance on it. So you could create a product that has essential oils, water, vinegar, and then you put the word fragrance on there. And then that word fragrance has benzene and all these other chemicals in them. And we know benzene is cancer causing. Uh, you do not have to put that on the label. So people are uh, being fooled, in my personal opinion, and these manufacturers know what they are doing. And the reason why they do not have to tell you what is in that word and why they do not have to put it on the label and why our government is not protecting us is because it's a law from the 1940s when Chanel Number no. 5 went to the government and said, we need to protect what we're putting in our product. And it's a trade secret. And we can't give up what we are using to make our perfume. And they said, okay, here's a law. If you use the word fragrance on your product, you do not have to notify the people what's in it. 1940s. That's mm -hmm. incredible to me. And there's a lot of different organizations fighting this law. But the fragrance industry, and if really it's a chemical industry, and we know how powerful the chemical industry is in our country, in this world, for that matter. So it's going to take changes. But you are seeing a lot of products out there that say fragrance-free. Companies are starting to get uh, tuned into this because um, people are starting to not buy products with fragrance in it. Uh, there have been a lot of lawsuits. There's a lot of uh, things going on behind the scenes with the word fragrance. It's not just the word fragrance too. It could say perfume. It could say perfume. But the chemicals that are found in fragrance are such uh, can cause such havoc on your health, on your children's health. There's phthalates in fragrance, which are endocrine disruptors. Endocrine disruptors mess with our endocrine system. There's carcinogens. As I mentioned, there's benzene and there's styrene in fragrance. Um, children, adults, people that I've worked with have allergic reactions all the time to these fragrances. Don't know what those allergic reactions are. People are sleeping in chemicals because it's in your sheets, in your laundry, in your laundry soap, in dryer sheets. I mean, it's it's endless, but I really try to help people focus on that alone. Uh, mm -hmm. laundry is my first area. I help them try to change, uh, get rid of, or at least experiment with a new, don't throw anything away, but at least experiment with something new and see how it works for three months and see if your sore throat, your chronic sore throat, you're waking up with your, uh, a, a head, your head is congested or your eyes are itchy, or you might have skin, you know, itching on your skin. Uh, headaches, I've I know people can have. I personally get it if I have to sleep somewhere and I don't bring my own sheets, which I typically do, or my own pillow, I I will get a headache and I get this sore throat and I get nasal congestion, uh, wheezy, my eyes start to get, so, but people don't under don't know this because they're not. They're not educated in it. So that's that's the simplest thing that I can advise people to do when you're reading your labels and start doing your research 
on products that you're using that have any kind of smell to them. Uh, that would be your laundry soap. It would be candles are very, can be very toxic. Uh, anything you're cleaning with, if you think that's pine fresh smell, most likely it's not pine fresh smell. <laughs> your deodorant, ocean breeze, it's not the ocean. Um, these are all ways for the companies that fool people to believing that they are non-toxic, but they, and, and some of them even use the word uh, scented with essential oils. And if they say that on there, uh, it only has to have 2% essentials oils in it. Essential oils is a greenwashing terminology these days because they know people think, oh, essential oils is in here, mm -hmm. it's healthy. Or it's got aloe in here, it's healthy. Or if they use the word natural, anything with the word natural on any product, I would run the other way because those are all code words for them to think you are buying their product by looking at the label instead of turning it around, looking the back of the label. So that's really the first place I get people to try to change their habits. It's the hardest place to <laughs> because people are associate smell with potentially how they grew up, the laundry soap that their mother used that they thought that was fresh lemon scented. Uh, they don't understand that it's not. There are so many great products on the market today that are not toxic that you can use and start switching over. It takes a while. It really, it's hard, but you are not only uh, using laundry detergent on the clothes you wear and potentially breathing in these chemicals all day. Um, I hear people say, oh, she had lung cancer, but she never smoked. But was she breathing in chemicals? Uh, what chemicals was she taking in? Was it coming from the dish soap she uses every day doing her dishes over the sink that has fragrance in it? Or was it a candle that she had to have by her desk every day or laundry detergent? So you're, you're, Breathing in these fragranced uh, chemicals this in products from so many different products. But laundry detergent is really the first place because you're wearing the clothes and then you're sleeping in potentially cancer-causing chemicals and other chemicals, health um, the chemicals that can affect your health. I know that was a long no, that, answer. That was great, though, because that was, was like tangible. And yeah. And yeah. as I say, I learned a lot about fragrance and how bad it is for you through, um, I became and then introduced Dr. Just to it, obsessed with a skincare and makeup company um, that is huge into that. There's no fragrance. Crunchy, right? Yes, it is. I saw that on your website. I was like, okay, they're they're aware of it. <laughs> yes. So in the, one of their big things is fragrance and greenwashing mm -hmm. and not just like um, selling the products, but teaching and educating people on to look at the labels and what's in it. And yes. fragrance isn't, doesn't mean it has to be bad if they disclose everything in the fragrance, you know, right. and so to start supporting, you know, companies that do that and that will, if it says fragrance, email them. So I, one of the girls I know, she emails every company and it's like, what is, yep. and if they don't tell her, then she doesn't suggest their product, you know? Yep. Um, so Yep, exactly. Um, and I've done that many times with companies. And sometimes they will say, oh, we can't disclose that. I'm like, run the other way. Yes. Right. That means you don't, that means you have something to hide. <laughs> yep. And sometimes 
fragrance can be anywhere from 10 to 50 chemicals uh, that they that they put in those um, fragrance. And by the way, perfume is right in there with that. I mean, perfume is just horrible for anybody that wears perfume. There, perfume is all chemicals. There is, unless you're, you're wearing essential oils of some kind, but um, I have friends that still wear it and they still put it on their neck, which is your thyroid, which is the worst place to put perfume. And uh, some of them have, you know, health issues and Hashimoto's and uh, you know, I try my hardest to get people to understand that it's really hard. People are very tied to their their scent. It's a very hard thing to let go of. Uh, personally, I think that that fragrance is actually making your clothes and your house dirty uh, because of those chemicals. Uh, you know, it, it's not it's not lemon, uh, even though they're telling you it's lemon scented. So, yeah, I'm sorry, I think like. When you know the why behind something, then it makes right. it easier to say, okay, I do value this as, as meaningful for change. Mm -hmm. uh, and like one of the things that Dr. Fabi and I talk about is when we're trying to do small sustainable steps and we're making goals. So like, let's say, you know, like you did some reading, you listened to some podcasts and you're like, I want to have a toxin free home. <laughs> That's like, whoa, like there's so much to that. And I went through this when I was pregnant with my first child. Mm -hmm. I had made a lot of changes with uh, my food and, you know, like everything like that, like clean eating and whatnot. But I didn't really think as much about my shampoo and my lotion and my soap mm -hmm. and our detergent and um, some of, you know, like our, our skin, our integumentary system is mm -hmm. the largest organ of our body. And so when we put stuff onto that, it's being absorbed directly. Uh, and so it was like all of a sudden of uh, another mutual friend of ours had brought it to my attention of like, hey, like you're pregnant, you really need to be thinking about your shampoo and your lotion and all of this other stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh, how did I not consider that? And then I just got overwhelmed, right? I just want to yeah. take everything and throw it into the garbage can. But at the same time, it was a really expensive time in my life. We have all, all of, you know, we're preparing for maternity leave. Like we're like, I had all this, you know, the cost of like all of the OB care, you know, we had the upcoming hospital visit, we had the upcoming childcare cost. And so I was like, what do I do? You know, like I can't do it all at once. I can't just go buy a bunch of very expensive stuff. And so I decided to do what I could afford, live within my means and kind of looked into, well, if I want to take away uh, this shampoo, um, then is there a different shampoo that is like not too much more expensive, but still like is toxin free? Or can I find an alternative way of washing my hair? Or is same thing with my skincare. Like I already had aloe plants. Is there stuff that I can make with aloe? Is there things I can make with what I'm already growing? And so I was able to still financially over a couple of months do a very big switch in what I was using and could afford it at the same time. It just took, I did it faster than what I typically would have, um, but I was pregnant. And so I was like, I felt like time was of the essence. Um, so it can feel like I've been there. It was like really overwhelming. And you start looking at all of these different things. So it's like, like, you know, just looking at fragrance and saying, okay, what product as I run out of it, can I replace with something else? 
um, and, you know, lean on people around you. Like, Hey, have you like, I'll lean on Dr. Bobby all the time. Like she's much better with skincare than I am. Um, so she's done way more research on that. Um, and so I'm like, Hey, like, is there anything new that you found? Is there a new deodorant that, that you found that works well for you? Cause I mean, I went through some deodorants. I mean, it took me a minute uh, <laughs> to find deodorant that worked. I was like, sorry people, but like, I'm on a journey. So you're on it with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for your Learn occupation, I would imagine uh, physical therapy, you got to be careful how much you, uh, you smell. Yeah. And deodorant's but a hard switch. It is a hard. very hard switch. It took me it probably a year and a half to really find one that I could use. And yeah. I really have like one or two that I can use and that's it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I learned from her. I just used what she finally recommended. I was like, thanks. <laughs> you know, what's great also is for uh, a coconut oil. If you ever, I, I, I use coconut oil for so many different things. Um, but if you, I keep coconut oil in my purse in like a little um, eye contact. So I have these extra contact cases. I keep it in there. It can um, alleviate smell under your armpits. So mm -hmm. I use that often as just my deodorant. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Cheap, interesting. You know, exactly. Yep. It's an anti-bacterial. Uh, mm -hmm. Yep. So um, that, um, or or I've been out at some pretty fancy events or parties, and uh, if a if uh, you know my girlfriend, I remember this one girlfriend was like, "Oh my god, I have the stinkiest armpits." I'm like, "Okay, let's go to the bar, get a little vodka. Vodka will kill all the smell." And uh, that's what we did. And then I had coconut oil. She put it on. She's like, "Holy cow! You just got to be careful what you're wearing uh, that day." Um, obviously because it's oil. So mm -hmm. anyways, a little tip there. I like it. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, no, I, I don't think I put, I've never used coconut oil straight. Um, yeah, we use, um, I think Dr. Bobby, you're still using the, um, the charcoal deodorant, the charcoal based oh, one. Yeah. 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 Um, and that one actually, I think does really well. And then there's another place called skin foodie on Etsy and they've got a deodorant that works really well for me. And I'm a sweater and I stink, um, but I don't stink when I wear it. So, and it's all, you know, I do like, it's like, there's, there's literally no scent to it. Nothing in our house has a scent. Um, we just dryer good. balls, you know, in the dryer and. Um, oh, good. Yeah. You're way so, ahead of the game. That's good. Well, the, like a lot of times, like if you do the math on it, like I'm a math person, it needs to make sense. Um, so you look at like how much it costs for a thing of dryer sheets, right? And then you look at the cost of one dryer ball. So one dryer ball costs more than this, but you don't have to keep replacing it. So right. it's, see what I mean? So it's like, well, yep. there we go. So it pays for itself within a matter of a couple of months. So yep. your upfront purchase might be $16, um, but then now that'll last you. So like there's ways that really it doesn't have to be just that you're spending money. There's ways that you can actually be still frugal um, and healthy at the same time. Cause that again, like you have to leave within your means. So. Yeah. I got a phone call from a girlfriend yesterday and she's like, Oh my God, I need you to talk to a girlfriend of hers. She said, I just left her house. She spent the night there. She said, I, it, she it was down in Florida actually. And she was driving back home in Tampa and she said, I couldn't even breathe. And because of the laundry soap she was using in her sheets, I had to get up and just get out of there. I had to take um, some medicine. I had to stop at the store to get something to de de 
whatever. Decongest. Decongest. Yeah. She said, and then I had to take aspirin because I got a headache and she has no clue. She's using this, these horrible, this horrible laundry soap with fragrance in it and dryer sheets. So it goes above and beyond what you're spending on your products that potentially are causing health issues you don't even know are causing. But are you also buying medication for the health issues that these products are potentially causing too? And that's why I get try to get people just to remove them from your lives temporarily. You don't have to get rid of them right, right away. But I will tell you 100% of the times people do this um, uh, project or whatever you want to call it, uh, it, they all of a sudden realized how bad they were feeling from the products that they were using. And they start feeling, they, so, so many people don't know they feel bad until they feel better. Mm -hmm. And that is the key with trying to get these toxins out of your life and trying to figure it out as opposed to going to the store that the they want you to go to the store and buy all these other products that they uh, put on the market for all these issues that are being potentially caused by these chemicals and by the way it's the same companies right. they're they own the pharmaceuticals and they own the chemicals they own the whole kit and caboodle and they're making zillions of dollars off of all of our health um, and then the other thing on that note is doctors and the two of you can, you know, doctors of physical therapy, a little different than um, trained uh, pediatricians or doctor, uh, you know, medical doctors. Medical doctors. Thank you. Yeah. Um, that they do, they are not trained to prevent these health issues. They are trained to give you medicine and they're trained to give you, when you come and see them, you have a headache, you have a problem, you have ac you know, acne, whatever. They're not looking at what's going on inside of your body or what products you're using or what are you eating. Here, take this medication. Unfortunately, uh, that's how they, I've, I've talked to many doctors that have switched over to a more holistic approach to treating patients from the inside out. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, that's, a, I mean, put, that's like physical therapy. You guys are, you're treating them. You're trying to figure out what's wrong with them and trying to help them fix it as opposed to here, take this medicine for your back issue or take this pill for your back issue. So it all kind of ties in when people start understanding that there's you, we have to take control of our own health. And we, the more you understand it, the more you understand what's out there and the more you understand what's on every label that you're buying and start looking at and turning that label around don't look at the front beautiful picture of a lavender field look and see what are these ingredients that i'm putting on my body whether it's be lotion or shampoo or conditioner or shaving cream men are part of this as well mm -hmm. um makeup and there's just so much, so many toxins that they pour into these products that unfortunately it's there, it's harming so many people's health. And I've seen so many people turn their health around from when they start realizing I've got it, I've got to fix this toxic load. Our bodies can only handle so much. And I hear from people like, well, why, why would it be on the market? I mean, why would the FDA allow that? Well, 
it's it's a lot of the products are tested by the companies, not tested by the FDA. Cleaning supplies do not even need to be tested. You can put anything on the, they trust the companies that are making them, that they are testing them. And then you hear from the companies, well, we do test them. And uh, there's the, the, the percentage of chemicals that we have in our product are okay for, you know, human consumption or human uh, exposure. Exposure, thank you. The pro problem is if that's the only thing you're getting exposed to, those chemicals, okay, maybe, maybe our bodies are okay. And obviously our bodies are made uh, to detox, but unfortunately the amount of chemicals that we are coming in contact every single day we have no we have no control when we walk out the door, but we have so much control inside our own homes. And a woman personally puts on over 160 chemicals a day on our bodies from all the different products that we use. That doesn't even include food. That does not include um, laundry soap and everything else. This is just personal care product. Men is men are closer to like 112, I think, but it's. It's how, how are all these chemicals mixing in our body as well? We don't know. We will never know. Um, you know, and, and my hope is that someday we are tested for the chemicals in our bodies, just like we are tested for cholesterol. Uh, mm -hmm. There are, I had mine tested actually. And uh, because you can have your blood tested or your urine tested. I had my urine tested um, and I, they found BPA in me and I'm like, BPA? I don't even use plastic. How can there be PPA in my body? And it wasn't a, a huge level, but it was concerning. And mm -hmm. uh, it was, um, I, we went through, we started, she's like, let's go through your routine every day. And it took about five minutes and it was the coffee pot. And the coffee pot that we were using, which is typically almost every coffee pot out there, has a lot of plastic in it and it heats up the water and the water, the BPA from the plastic gets in your drinking. And, you know, I'm sorry if I, if you guys have coffee makers, but that's typically what, what, you know, now, now I use a French press. French and press I think there's some, how to fix that. Yeah. Yeah. French press. I mean, so I was, you know, you just don't know. I mean, plastic is everywhere. You can only avoid it so mm -hmm. much, but um, that was just an eye opener to me. And so I, from that point on, I was like, wow, I gotta, I want to look at everything that I'm using. You know, I, I don't use much plastic at all. I don't have plastic. I, we store everything in glass containers here. And mm -hmm. so there's, there's, there's baby steps that you can take that really will, will help your toxic load and uh, your, your laundry detergent and making sure your indoor air in your house is as clean as possible. And that helps by um, not using these fragrances in these different products in your home. Yeah. So T, you have you have a podcast called The Green Living Guru. You also- No, have, that's my website. My podcast that's your website. is Green Living with T. <laughs> Green Living with T. Sorry, there yeah, we go. Yeah, that's okay. that right. So you have your podcast, Green Living with T. Yes. And then you also have T's Organics. Yes. Could you tell us a little bit about both? Sure. So uh, my podcast, Green Living with Tea, I've been doing for three, four years. 
and uh three four god is this the fourth year 2020 are we already <laughs> yes. four years my lord um i'm almost on my 200th episode and i primarily talk about how to reduce toxic your toxic load in your home but also about healthy living and because that's that's also the the health your healthy lifestyle helps with your um healthy living so but i really do a lot of opening up people's eyes to the toxins and how they can be affecting us. And I interview doctors to people that have uh, come back from cancer, that stage four cancer and realized how toxic their homes were and what they were using. So uh, it's a whole array of different uh, people that I interview all over the world for that matter. And my tea's organics. So I, when I, growing up, we cleaned with vinegar and baking soda and water. Mm-hmm. And that's how I was raised. We did not have any anything else. And so I made my own product. Uh, I wanted it to smell good. So I got really into essential oils, which I love. And it's very important you understand essential oils because mm-hmm. that's a whole nother black market out there now too, because they know how uh, big essential oils are right now. So I uh, created... A an all product an all purpose cleaner that has purified water in it, organic uh, vinegar, and then seven different essential oils that all have different properties from antibacterial to antiviral. And the smell is so amazing; people are addicted to it. So I was making it, giving it out to friends and family, and then one of my girlfriends said, "You've got you've got to bottle this. This is just amazing." So I found a company here in Buffalo. They bottle it. Uh, gave them my whole recipe and ship it out for me. And we're still in the initial stages of marketing it. It's just being, uh, it's just available on my website. And then I have uh, three, I have a refill container as well. Everything's in dark blue cobalt glass containers because essential oils need to be in glass and dark containers. Uh, That's a whole nother Mm -hmm. issue with um, essential oils as well. And um, I have a refill container for it too, so I don't like to uh, waste too much. And then the room sprays are fabulous. And they're not, I call them room sprays, but they could be for shoes, lockers, uh, hockey bags, um, anything that has an odor that you kind of want to make, have something smell a little bit fresher, Uh, dog beds. um, (laughs) So uh, bathrooms, of course, that's where people use them the most, so. Uh, that's Tease Organics. That's on my website too, the Green Living Gurus. Awesome. awesome. And I see here you have uh, 15% off the Tease Organics with the yep. code uh, Healthy Home yep. for our listeners. So Correct. Uh, you head to our website, thegreenlivingguru.com, um, use the code Healthy Home. We'll put all of this in the show notes as well sure. for you, um, along with all of your handles. You're on Instagram, YouTube. Um, Facebook, and I saw you have a free Facebook group page. Yes, we'll make sure to put all that in the in the uh, down below for everyone, so that way you can easily get uh, T's information. So T, thank you so much for coming on. This was like super, like You're really welcome. helpful. It's the beginning of the year for when releasing this episode, so it's it's like such a good time when we're thinking about change and making goals to have small like realistic steps that could be implemented and not be overwhelmed at the same time. So it's like this I can do. Okay, great. Yeah. 
Yeah, take your time. Take your time. Yes. Do your research. You know, I tell people, yeah. uh, do your research and start looking at what those ingredients are that you're in. My most, my two words I say, read your labels and know your ingredients. So yeah. if you if you start doing that, educating yourself, don't trust these companies, don't trust these products. And there's wonderful new laundry detergents out there, such as Molly Suds or Molly Suds is my favorite one. Uh, easy to remember. I've heard that one before. Yeah, Molly Suds is great. Malori is another one. But if you're fragrance-free is a start. Fragrance seventh generation fragrance free is a good start. That's you can pretty much find everywhere across the country. So, yeah. awesome. All right, everybody, stay tuned for what we have coming up next. <laughs>